I'm Mikey, the East End Revel. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have SCP-3008, otherwise known as a perfectly normal, regular old IKEA. So last week we did um, the SCP of Miss Sweetie. Um, the number is... is uh, uh, I'm lost on the number. I can't remember. <laughs> There's so many numbers. Oh, two, three, nine, six. Which was, and the reason we did that one was because we got an email from a, from a listener who wanted us to do some SCPs. And on top of Miss Sweetie, they also want us to do this one. So uh, thank you for suggesting a, uh, a creepypasta if, or an SCP. So anybody else out there who'd like to suggest a creepypasta or SCP for us, Please send us emails or in comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's why we're doing SCP-3008. Um, SCP-3008 is by Mortos on scp-wiki.wiki.com. No, hang on. scp-wiki.wiki.com. <laughs> My favorite website. Otherwise known as the official SCP Foundation website. <laughs> Um, and uh, before we dive into the rundown and, and our notes and such, uh, let's do our initial recommendations. I'm going to recommend it. I will also recommend it. I will also also recommend. Very interesting. All right. Now we're going to get through this, and then through our notes, we'll all not recommend it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, find <something laughs> we'll find something that's just the crux that just yeah. kills it completely for us. Yeah. Um. I mean, how can you be mad at Ikea? <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> um, all right. So let's let's dive into the rundown then. Uh, SCP-3008 is an Ikea that when someone enters the main entrance, and only the main entrance, they slip into a new dimensional space that is effectively an infinite I- Ikea interior. <laughs> and once they're in, there's no real way of getting out because it is very hard to escape as the uh, entrance within moves and shifts around uh, unpredictably. Um, Only a few people seem to have managed to escape the the building and they have been debriefed and amnesticized by the foundation before being released. Um, The foundation has this Ikea building securely cordoned off uh, from the general public, and even local road access has been cut off around the area. Um, within this liminal IKEA space, <laughs> there is a day-night cycle as the lights turn on and off by the operation hours. So, like, as soon as ten o'clock rolls around, all the lights just shut off, and it's nighttime until like nine the next morning. Um, one person who escaped, uh was chased outside the building by uh, chased outside the building and killed by a staff member, uh, otherwise known as uh, by the foundation as SCP-3008-2. And actually, I'll preface that 
the the interior space of SCP-3008 is designated SCP-3008-1. But yes, this guy escaped the uh, the building while being chased by one of these staff members um, before it was killed by Foundation forces. And the poor escapee had a journal on them uh, he had been keeping on for of his time while in the IKEA space. Um. Uh, and those logs are in the entry for viewing, and they basically chronicle the guy's like six or seven month uh, survival, uh, uh, seven or th- six or seven month like life of surviving inside the IKEA, and his experiences with like various settlements of people who had also found themselves in- trapped inside the IKEA, uh, the staff members who are these like faceless, malformed humanoids that wear. Um, wear staff or ikea staff um like uniforms and are usually pretty docile during the daytime or the day hours but as soon as the the lights go out they ravenously hunt down humans that are trapped inside the ikea all while calmly stating things like the store is closed the store is now closed (laughs) please go to the exit (laughs) meanwhile they're like ravenously like killing them or brutalizing them and such um and uh, so our poor escapee, who I don't think we ever actually get a name for, they just, they're just the journal guy. <laughs> um, I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was surviving with a bunch of other survivors for some time in a, a settlement called Exchange, because all the settlements in the IKEA space are named after the the signage that is directly above it. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah, it is actually and a really cool thing. Smart. Yeah. So you got, like, Exchange, you got, like, Checkout, <laughs> or, like... Um, uh, or like uh, services or something. Um, oh, there's probably one that's just bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that would actually be the smartest way, like place to like set up as a as a survival point because like you have like indoor plumbing. <laughs> that's true. But I digress. Um, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So after some time, like the last entry of the journal notes that like the settlement exchange had been damaged beyond repair uh beyond safe repair by a wave of of staff attacking um and so the people had to flee and hope to find uh, like hope to reach another settlement before nightfall and such and i mean this guy had been pretty lucky up until his demise based on his like his uh his uh encounters and such inside the uh the ikea but sadly his luck ran out uh, and that's that's basically the end of the uh, the entry and the the journal entries. Uh, both well, the entries, both the journal and the SCP Foundation's like entry on this this entity. So, Finn. Uh, so now we'll move on to everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions. At this point, um, I've actually got a few, mostly from the journal entry. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and yes, I'm going to be that guy who's like. <laughs> it, it's the way the guy wrote but like i can still make fun i can still like tinker with it okay just, just remember it does say this was copied verbatim yes it so like says that. yes so like i know it's the way the the, the the character writes like and they probably aren't like they aren't worrying too much about like poor literacy and such but i'm still gonna i only got two okay so <laughs> fine um so gonna start with this one here uh during the night instance oh yeah during the night instances of scp 30082 
Oh no, this is actually not from the journal. Sorry, this is the one before yeah. the journal. Sorry, this is this is one from before. This is actually in the main entry. Uh, this first one. Uh, during the night instances of SCP-3082, uh, will become violent towards all other life forms within SCP-3081. Okay, so I feel like there needs to be a comma. Um, after night, so it's like during the night, comma. Instances of SCP-3082 will become violent towards all other life forms within SCP-3081. Because when I kept reading it and I kept saying, like, I kept reading it as um during the night instances of SCP-3082. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Mm. Um so that's that's the, the one I found in the That is also a thing, like. Yeah, it could be a night instance. Yeah, it is a night instance. Uh, like they they do have a night instance where yeah. they they go feral <laughs> or go like hunter mode, hunter killer mm-hmm. mode. So, and then the the other one I have is from the journal. And again, I know it's it's a transcription. It's the way the character wrote. But fuck you, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> it's nine ten a.m. now. The last uh, the lights came back on a little while ago. So. It's nine ten a.m. There's a period between nine and ten, and I think it, it needs to be a semicolon. <laughs> oh. Yes, I'm going to be that guy. It's like technically, like may- now maybe like the, the 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 upper period or the upper dot was like like faded or something, and so the transcriptor didn't like see it. Yeah. <laughs> but still, <laughs> going to be that guy. He was doing that, and he forgot to finish it. Finish yeah, <laughs> exactly. I actually think it would be really cool if they like one of these days. I want it like I want an SCP entry. Like I I know I'm asking a lot like for somebody to like do this like go out of their way and do this something like this. But I legitimately want like if they're gonna have like a a um like these kind of like documents a written document. I would love to see a like foot photography of the actual like uh like journal pages. Like yeah. somebody put in that work to like actually have journal pages of like that that were transcribed. You can still have the 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 transcriptions for clarity, but like have like actually have the photos of the actual like document that they transcribed yeah. from. That would be really cool. When it's something like a creepy possum, we're talking about oh they need to do a Photoshop of a monster in the <laughs> woods or something like that's one thing. But if it's just words on a on a piece of paper, like we all have the ability to write mostly and we all have paper and pencils mostly. So it is entirely plausible and relatively quote unquote easy to just do that. Although that would be a lot of writing the amount that he did. I mean, it could also like, that's also like, I know a lot of people when they do creep pastas and SCP entries, like it is all digital format, but like there's a lot of, uh, of writers out there like that may write creep pastas myself included. Uh, although I haven't posted anything yet, <laughs> um, uh, where I use a I use like a pencil to paper, like rough draft sort of like format first before I I digitize it. Yeah. So like it's already there. <laughs> like I could I like it could already be there. <laughs> yeah. Like, um. But yeah, that's that's honestly the the one. Uh, those those are the two noteworthy grammar inquisitions that I I found. So, um, and again, otherwise, like yeah, the entries are like the guy's writing it down. So like, it's I'm not gonna give him too hard of a pass or like too hard of a a time about like poor literacy or like poor grammar. 
Um, and honestly, there wasn't too much otherwise. So I yeah, I let it go. See any actual like straight up grammar issues considering. There were a couple situation. of instances in the journal where like, I think they could have used that comma break again. Like he kept, he just kind of like, he didn't add a break or something, but like it was, it wasn't like too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my grammar position. So Mikey, these stands for evil. All right. So the one that I have is thought about shoving it or something to get its attention, but its hands were big enough to crush a water melon. So I decided against it. Watermelon? So, Wait, was watermelon that had a space between it? Yep. Oh man, I just they, like <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Right right over that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that needs to be one word. And then I have a conjunction junction, even though the majority of it is in the journal. Of course. <laughs> Again, we're aware it's how the character wrote. We're going to give him a, a bit of a pass on it, but we still have to do the format for the show, especially while Mikey's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Mikey, take it away. Uh, insert conjunction junction bit here. Boop. So, I'm writing this document. What I can only assume is my sudden descent into insanity. So, I'm trapped in IKEA. It's 9, 10 a.m. now. The lights came back on a little while ago. And hell, maybe it was. Maybe freakish, seven-foot-tall monsters with long arms, short legs, and no faces are just the kinds of thing they want working at Super Ikea. It just kept moving along, and eventually I lost sight of it, so I decided to carry on the way I was going. So I legged it. And there were beds and food and people. It's now my seventh night here, and the first one not spent in darkness. But after a week with only the sound of my own footsteps for company, I was becoming increasingly sure that I'd just gone nuts. But no, I feel quite sane now. Thank you very much. Or maybe it's not everyone. So during the day, people go out to find food, water, and whatever else they need. Or maybe we're all still just in the regular IKEA and this is all some fever dream brought on by mind-numbing boredom. And of people who see the exit, only to have it vanish before their very eyes. And, I mean, come on! And I'm sure I felt more resistance than just skin when the knife went through it during the night. But everything is always cordial. It was awful, frankly. It occurred to me a couple of days after that, none of us were really looking for a way out of here. But apparently some of the people here have some seriously odd gaps in their knowledge. 
It's comforting, in a way. It's already getting late, though. But then, how often can I keep getting lucky? It is assumed that while attempting to reach the checkout settlement, he was separated from the rest of his group by a pursuing SCP-3008-2 instance and happened upon the exit. Finn. Okay, I, I need to comment on some things. <laughs> First off, the the uh, uh, the beginning of that was like it was really pushing, like the way you like the way you were reading it and the way like you set it up. It's like it really is kind of pushing for like they are just crazy and they're like and of bored of like of of super boredom inside an IKEA. So like they're just like hallucinating and stuff. <laughs> but then like. <laughs> Then there's the part where like some people even saw like the uh, the the, the ed- exit right before and then it vanished in front of their eyes and then it's like and I mean come on yeah <laughs> like I imagine that was like them saying that toward <laughs> and like <laughs> and then like everyone's being so cordial <laughs> and it's like I hate it <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> uh also it got like so this guy's it escal- basically a shit disturber yeah and, then, yeah and then and then things like escalate to like things got real dark when he's like it's like and there i i definitely felt more than skin when i put it through the night when i put the knife through it's like oh who did you just stab <laughs> yeah now just metrics, i get like I need to create some drama here yeah <laughs> how about that ted guy no one likes him oh. there we go <laughs> And then because like he died, like he becomes part of the hallucination. So it's like all they find is just like his skin. <laughs> they don't see the blood or the gore or the viscera inside the flesh. <laughs> yeah, the IKEA is actually just <laughs> see. I, what's funny is like they're they're like it's like oh it's like like maybe it's just some like mass hallucinations. Like maybe the IKEA's like gas main is just like leaking somewhere, and so it's just like pumping in like gas that's like affecting everybody. <laughs> But uh, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that was quite the trip. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Gamer, <laughs> you, you gonna do the bit? Oh, um, yeah. And for those unaware, uh, Mikey does these strings of sentences to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like it's ands or buts, because there's always better words. Yes. Um, sorry. I just like you're the one that does that, so <laughs> I was surprised that you you kept forget you forgot to do it. <laughs> I mean, I occasionally forget. That's, That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess next up we have gamer. What is what is the grammar in yellow for you? Let's see. I I believe I do have a couple. Did we all all just like? <laughs> all right, we know it's transcripted, but like, fuck it, we're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> not really um first one i don't know if it's grammar or not i i guess it is it might just be my own ignorance of not being able to understand or even find the proper definition of this word but regardless mm-hmm. um current measurements indicate an area of at least 10 kilometers square with no visible external terminators detected in any direction. So, I get what it's saying. It's basically saying that there's no doors or windows to the outside. However, 
I couldn't find any documentation online about that wordage, and I've never heard that wordage before. Any Googling I did just brings me to stuff talking about electrical connectors. Like, is this the right term? Of terminators, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I assumed that it was like they couldn't find basically the um like the terminator was effectively like the limit like the limits of the of the dimensions. Um but I didn't like that that's about as much as I like I pat like I, I like that's how that's basically how I kept reading after it. Like it was like, okay, I guess that's just like that means like like they couldn't find the limits of the of the of the space. <laughs> but no, it, what really is, it's about time travel. <laughs> and they yeah. couldn't find any Terminators outside of it. I was really hoping we weren't going to go with the with the robot attack. <laughs> the, I mean, that, that's uh, clearly that's what the uh, the staff are. They're just Terminators. They're the T. They're, <laughs> the, 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 the the staff are the T are the T tens. No, they're the they're the TDKs. Because they have, they're tall and have long arms. Oh my god, it's duck nice. dog mode. They don't have huge heads though. That being said, yeah, no, they don't have huge heads. Yeah. They they just have fa- they're slender. You know, like honestly, what they reminded me of, like I, I saw and I saw some images of oh, like when I Google uh, when I Google this because like Google images popped up partially. Um, it's like Slenderman, but like also like man. Basically, they're living mannequins inside from like the IKEA. Mm. Um, so it's um. Uh, Canadian show mannequin comes alive. Uh, oh, uh, tonight's or today's today's, today's special. special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, today's special has twice in a week, like like two times in, in the same or like Wait. T- like that's the second time in like two sh- two episodes that we've brought up today's special. <laughs> we should bring it up every episode. We should work and it in all the time. We we also we should guys. You want to do an al dente real talk about uh today's special? <laughs> today's special. I, I mean, like just like watch a couple of episodes and then talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. No, we'll see. Because <laughs> it is kind of creepy pasta if you think about it. Like it's kind of horrifying. Like it's 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 could definitely have a horrifying like creepy pasta angle if you think about it. Like oh yeah, fucking... it's like the angle that you go in at it with yeah the horrifying or it's just oh he's alive now yay like it's, it's like... a kids show like whatever it doesn't matter yeah but yeah I I think we should do an al dente real talk sometime if anybody out there is listening wants us to do an al dente real talk on our Patreon for today's special please let us know in the uh, via an email or in the comment section below mm-hmm. uh, also but, all that being said yes um <laughs> I'm wondering if maybe it means um terminations no external terminations or something yeah I don't know. Well, because like ter- I know terminate. Sorry, not to cut you off. I don't. Uh, but it's fine. In in outer space, like in our solar system, the farthest, like the the very limits of our solar system, are called the termination shock. So like that is like the those are like that's basically the boundary of the solar system. Like once mm-hmm. you leave that, it's basically the um, uh, I think I think it's basically the the farthest boundary of the soul of the of the of the stars like gravitational uh, gravitational like influence. Yeah. So, like, once you're out of there, you're based, you're effectively out of the solar system. Once you you've passed the termination shock of the solar system, mm-hmm. so maybe that's what it meant, <laughs> or like, inter- not not like obviously not the solar system thing, but like, it means like they couldn't find the outer boundaries of the space. I'm assuming it's doors, man. Maybe it's maybe it could be like, doors. It's talking yeah. about visible external terminators. Like, you wouldn't necessarily see the line where the anomalous. Uh, IKEA ends and the normal one starts again. Like 
but you would potentially see a door or a window out. Maybe that's it, but I don't know. But either way, yeah. with no additional information, um, the only way to go was expecting some new form of Cyberdyne Terminator, is what I actually wrote. <laughs> yeah, no, so like, like maybe the external external Terminator is a robot that the Foundation deploys to like locate and retrieve lost humans in anomalous situations, and they called it an external Terminator because it does much the same thing as the wiring one. In wire, uh-huh. external Terminators are used to produce interference. And these do the same thing. They reduce the interference caused by the anomaly so then the humans can find their way out. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, they were already impl- they were implementing drones yep. um, earlier too. So yeah. And it does say any other, ent- the- <laughs> Sorry, any other entities existing uh, any other entities exiting SCP-3008 are to be terminated, fucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. And yeah, it says that there's no visible external terminator, so they sent them in, and even those got lost. Yeah. Hence why they went with the drone to try to get different information, because the external terminators were just lost to the Ikea as well. Yeah. That being said, um, after reading on later, um, it says that uh, SCP-3008-1 is known to have one or more exits located within those, though these exits do not appear to have a fixed position, making it difficult to leave SCP-3008-1 once inside. So based yeah. on that, I just went, okay, fuck it, they're doors. <laughs> I'll just move That's on fair. from there. Because yeah. there is clarification saying that there is a door out. I guess yeah, it's like that since people occasionally get it randomly, anyways. Yeah. But either way, I'll move on. I thought this one, like, I mean, I guess it is a grammar thing, but it's it's kind of my fault, but it's partially its fault because it gave me the opportunity to make this my fault. Wow, way to victim blame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, a person entering SCP three, I keep wanting to say three thousand and eight, but that's not how you say this, right? God damn it! Okay, a person entering SCP three zero zero eight through the main entrance and then passing out of sight of the doors will find themselves translocated to SCP three zero zero eight one. God damn it! So yeah, I I kind of had a shot him a glance situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like because I the way I first read that is. You walk in the doors and you immediately pass out. No, out of view. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it'd be a good idea to swap out the passing out of sight of the doors to something like then losing sight of the doors. Then there's no chance of a hiccup mid-sentence. Unless as soon as you enter this IKEA, you pass out from some kind of like noxious gas, and then you your consciousness enter. So your body is like just da- like down there on the ground, like out just in just within the confines of the building, but your consciousness has been teleported to a shared hallucination, or like a shared simul space of an infinite IKEA with hundreds of other consciousnesses from poor victims who have also like suffered the same fate. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That would actually be really cool if it's actually like just like a a shared like. Um, is the body dead or just in a coma? It, it, I, I would, I would imagine it would be in a coma. Like they're basically like they're just like it, it just like the brain just or like the, the consciousness just gets like 
uh, like it, it either the gas knocks you out and your mind like in in the dream space that, uh, of like your like of your kind of coma uh, coma state uh, coma state um like it, it just kind of links up to this shared dream or it like straight up just like bo- uh, brain hacks you and puts your takes your, mo- your your consciousness out of your body so your body is just a hollow shell now and you are teleported to a symbol space <laughs> That you would not under you would not re- uh, realize is a symbol space or is is a virtual thing because for you it would feel very real although it's still like kind of absurd and still kind of has video game kind of logic to it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I wonder if if also like yes that yeah but also the body it doesn't get recovered by SCP or nothing it's laying there as an empty husk on the ground yeah and being in the IKEA it slowly turns into a dash tube. Oh, like all of its like innards just kind of like puke out of its mouth or something like that. Oh, so it's and it just fills up with just pure skin. And then it just walks to the staff area and gets the uniform and starts going. But then like how what happens to that consciousness? The consciousness gets something get like a physical body. The consciousness is in like, in the shared... similar space. Yeah. yeah. In the, but like, but they can still interact with these weird anomalous things. Oh, so it's like part of like, like partially an ARG kind of thing. Or it's like, there's a physical element to it, but there's also this like this infinite space kind of thing that the, the mind is encountering or dealing with. Yeah. It's like okay. in, um, it's like in Shadowrun. Sorry, Mikey, where, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. where there's uh potentially like spirits that are able to influence you on the, on both planes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's fair. Also, honestly, like I want to use this for eclipse phase because, like, I can just imagine, like, all right, your characters are going to a, uh, you're going to this asteroid in the in in the Kuiper Belt because uh, the because Firewall believes like there's a t- there's definitely this is definitely like a new Titan facility. It's like, well, what do you mean by that? It's like, well, pro- uh, from from our uh, uh, outward observations of the of the site on on the asteroid, it appears to be a 20th century IKEA branded uh, retail store, <laughs> just <laughs> in space. <laughs> yeah and then when you go in like uh the characters all like immediately like, turn around like they see like they, like they don't see the, the entrance anymore and at that point the titan tech because titan tech is supposed to be like super advanced and like mind-numbingly like breaks physics kind of like advanced and like breaks your brain sometimes so like the 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 transition from teleporting your brain from uh meat space to simul space is so fluid that you don't even realize that you're already like in the symbol space and your body's just like, Ugh, just like rag dolls onto the ground as, as soon as you enter the uh, Ikea building. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's slowly being converted by nanites into uh, one of the, the staff members. <laughs> mm. That's why there's always more staff members. Yeah. That being said, they do kill a lot thousands of them. And like, they don't more than it, there well, are survivors. <laughs> yeah. Well, they uh, clearly like, again, it's, it's a, it's it's a it's an infinite ikea interior so like mm-hmm. there's a lot of like physics breaking to this world this universe <laughs> this this yeah, pocket yeah, dimension but uh yeah sorry he's fine yeah i'll move on to my next and last one uh scp3008-2 caught and killed the man before itself being terminated by armed response personnel. And the 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 shot him, bang, a glance. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that is strong today. It happens a lot in this. It seems. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, that made me imagine that the Dash 2 killed the man and then killed itself right after, like, maybe because it left the store. It's like, oh, no, I'm supposed to be working now. <laughs> now I'm out on my smoke break. He bang. just, like, snaps his neck and falls yeah. down. He's like, <laughs> pulls out a gun. He said, bang. <laughs> yeah, I just... He specifically <laughs> has a gun just for killing himself. Yeah, one bullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, yours is much funnier because... oh. <laughs> morbidly funnier because i'm just picturing that that one uh, mortal Kombat character uh uh oh havoc or havoc yeah 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 havoc just like or something he just like breaks his own neck yeah just snaps his own neck to like Mm -hmm. taunt you i think he heals from it actually i think so too yeah yeah yeah, uh, a rewording of that would make it easier to not fuck up like that um as like uh scp three thousand. SCP-3008-2 caught and killed the man before he could be saved by the armed response personnel terminating. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's the end of the grammar in yellow. Okay. <laughs> also, I like to think well, you're, you kept like kind of like kept saying 3008. I don't think that's a wrong way of doing it. I think it's just like I I, I think it's just like commonly that like a lot of people just do like like 3008 or two zero nine six or something like that so but like i don't because like they are just number designations for things so you could technically be it could be scp 3008 it just sounds weird to me it does like i will admit like i think it's cooler <laughs> to say it as like scp 3008 rather than scp 3008 because all i think it was like in the year 3000 <laughs> like that's all i hear when i when i try to say 3008 <laughs> Yes. So, long story short, you you're saying that I'm right in correcting myself. You're right, but I don't think it's all. But like, also, like, it's not wrong to do like like three thousand and eight when referring to three zero zero eight. Yeah, and like, and I and like similarly to other SCP and numbers because they are a numbered listing kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, yeah. Also, basically, who cares? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. Thing. We're yeah. Okay. I'll I'll stop being pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. And uh but uh yeah, I guess we'll move on to actual thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start with this one here. Special containment procedures. The retail park containing SCP-3008 has been purchased by the foundation and converted into site redacted. All public re- all public roads leading to or passing by site redacted have been redacted. So this like reading this part like like this IKEA thing it kind of reminded me oddly enough of a road in our own town like our like local town that I used to my family and I used to use like mo- like if not like every couple of days weekly um to get from very from like point A to, to point IKEA. B no well not to IKEA but to like, <laughs> wall, like the the kind of like the shopping like the shopping district area from like the road that would take us to our cottage and stuff like that. And like, it was like, basically in, if you didn't want to use the highway, you'd get off the highway and take this, like this road that like ran alongside the highway down into um, what is effectively the, uh, the commercial district of, of the town. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it wasn't until like, la- like later, like more recently, they installed a newer, better road down the hill from that to uh, basically to, um, to accommodate a new a new university and various other buildings, and they cordoned off. They actually uh, turned like they cut that road off uh, at the end and turned it into a culvert. 
And they said they were doing it because it was like safer and easier for the highway, though there were rumors that, that because like a local politician had his house on that road and because of the university being moved in, they didn't want uh, an increase in traffic down his road that he had it so that the culvert was at, it was created so that he basically just, he had a nice, like basically a private road to himself with and, and his neighbors. Um, But like, what if there was some kind of, cause there were some build like some businesses along that road. What if <laughs> one of those businesses, one of those, like, cause I think there's like a glass warehouse, like a window warehouse or something. And like a, a storage unit place. Mm-hmm. What if one of those was an SCP <laughs> and they've cordoned it off? Cause like no one, you like as a result, like, cause that, since that road has been cut off from like the main road that connects to the highway and such, like th- I, I kind of feel bad for like the two two or three businesses that were on that road. Now, yeah, they kind of got like, screwed. Yeah, they got fucked over potentially by a local politician <laughs> just wanting yeah. to have like less traffic on his road. So, um, a few less votes now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just like, it had me thinking is like, have, for some, much like again, last week we, or like, uh, when we talked about the, um, uh, they hide in the light where like the, the whole like, turning the lights off and then like running to your room, like reminded me of my, my grandmother's child, uh, like uh, home and like mm-hmm. the basement. So again, I was getting kind of like, I was able to familiarize to a degree or I was, I was able to remember something from my own past. And I was like, what if that was an SCP? <laughs> what if I start writing some notes down for this, own, <laughs> for this thing? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but I'll move on to the next thing here. Um, SCP 3008 one is a space resembling the inside of an Ikea furniture store, extending far beyond the limits of what could physically be contained within the dimensions of the retail unit. Current measurements indicate an area of at least 10 uh, 10 kilometers square with no visible external terminators detected in any direction. Inconclusive results from the use of laser range range finders has led to the speculation that the space may be infinite. Ah, liminal retail stores. Both my worst nightmare and a place I would totes go into. <laughs> like, because it's your worst nightmare. Like, it's, I, I have a living contradiction because, like, what, on, the, on the one hand, that is nightmarish to me. <laughs> Just, like, the super liminal mundanity of it. <laughs> but at the same time, I want to go there. So bad. Uh, yeah, you can uh, go there, but you're not going to leave. <laughs> you may not be able to leave. Yeah. Um, you could check out every time you want. I was going to say, <laughs> you can check out any time you want, but you can never leave. It's the mm. Hotel California. Totally. Um. Yeah, uh, so the next one I have here, uh, the man was carrying an IKEA branded journal seeming to note uh, seeming to document his time in SCP-3008-1 transcribed below verbatim. I shouldn't be surprised by this, but god, do I want an IKEA uh, uh, an IKEA branded uh, uh journal. <laughs> like just to own it. <laughs> also, I kind of just want to go to an IKEA now. <laughs> It's been like at least a decade since I went into one. Was this SCP like marketing from IKEA? It kind of, it, maybe it might have been an, it, like it, it kind of works. It's like it makes me want to go to an IKEA. Also, 
um if if you are a fan of this story if, by the end of this if you guys like if, if anybody out there who's listened to us like does enjoy this story i might also recommend a, a novel called horror store which effectively is a um a department store or an ikea like department store that is haunted by like these strange creatures and stuff and like the employees have to like deal with it uh and it's it's a really cool like store novel because like there's like pages like at every on the start of every chapter that are literally like, advertising for various like products within this like this like not ikea store uh and they get weirder and more like horrific as the chapters go on nice yeah uh it was um it's it's horror store it's um it's written it uses uh, uh it, it it's a h o r r o r s t o r and with an uh i think it's an umlaut on the o on the last o um and it's by grady hendrix and honestly like i loved like i i recently like, i i read it over the pandemic and it is honestly like fantastic <laughs> so and and also reminded me of this <laughs> so but uh yeah i digress i'll continue on with my notes um so this is from the journal entries. Now, like now I'm actually going into like the actual like stuff from the journal entries. Um, I thought it was a prank at first. Turn the place into a maze, get all the people out and see how long it takes takes me to get lost. Then everyone has a good laugh, a good old laugh. Realized that wasn't the case when I tried to backtrack. Everything has changed. So I ended up lost. Instead of, of the exit, I was just row after row. Sorry, it was just row after row of bookcases. So this is the oldest IKEA, apparently, <laughs> um, or at least like, and and by that I mean like an IKEA version of the oldest house from the video game Control. <laughs> oh, okay. Which I is say, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, the oldest house is the building in 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 the game Control that like uh, on the outside it just looks like this giant like brutalist architecture like concrete building in in middle of manhattan and then when you go inside it's these this constantly shifting like architecture like rooms change they rooms like uh like are uh move around like so it's it's very hard to like properly navigate it they're not even sure like what the full limits are of it it's basically this ikea building but it's a um like a government building (laughs) at least in the in the game because like there's also like some deeper lore to it that it's always been there like it's been there uh since like bef- even before the indigenous people um of of, of manhattan like like when it onto manhattan onto manhattan island like it, back then it was a tree like, it was like a great tree rather than a building <laughs> so but it was um, like open to the interior yeah like you could go inside like into the root system of this great tree but like uh then you would like just end up yeah in this weird like root system i think is i think it's like meant to be like like this is this anomaly is like representative of like or what we call like Yggdrasil, like the world tree kind of thing. I think there was like some hints of that as to what the oldest tree was mythologically as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's again liminal. We're talking about liminal spaces and like buildings that are bigger on the inside and changing and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, I'm going to bring up Control because Control was heavily inspired by SCP Foundation and that kind of like weird anomaly bullshit. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um. Then we get this part I don't know here. How many liminal spaces are in SCP. This one may There's have a... been a direct influence of it. Oh, there, yeah, cool. there. Well, yeah, because this game, the, this story came out in like twenty. Like I think, I think the history of the story of the story 
was like 2015 at the earliest no 2017 mm. so when did control come out i think control came out in like 2018 but so like probably not a direct inspiration because like the game that no. game would have had a couple of years in the making yeah for sure uh yeah it came out in 20 it was released in 2019 so like yeah it probably wasn't like they might have like look, looked up so I, I have i have a feeling i don't think they've ever like brought it up but i have a feeling that like the people who made control were definitely fans of scp foundation <laughs> well yeah gotta be um yeah um but yeah that's neither here nor there that's just like us speculating <laughs> um but i'll move on to the next thing i have here um phone battery died during the day two don't work anyway or sorry didn't work anyway but i feel like I've just lost some vital lifeline. So it does kind of bring it up later. And I'm glad it does because like, I think it might've been interesting if they still had their phone and like, because they were able to find like a a charging cable and then use like a power outlet that would for some reason work still in this weird dimensional space. Um, That's the least weirdness. No, I know. I know it's restocked. Like I can totally see that power still works. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like an Ikea carries like charging cables, like, I'm most like I think most of all department stores carry some kind of like charging cables, if not like in in electronics department in like like on end caps and stuff. Yeah. Um. So like, does IKEA have electronics department? I don't think they have an electronics department. Uh, No, no, they they have to have like some some kind of electronics department for like electronic appliances. But I guess yeah. But again, like I yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go. But it's not necessarily like entertainment electronics, you know? Yeah, true. Um, and I, I just imagine that it's probably like again, a like a strip of uh of 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 uh of charging cables that like are sold on like an end cap kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like that those those kind of things you see in retail stores. But um yeah, like I and like him running out of power, like I don't think is like too like it's it's fine for the story, like as is, but like his phone already like isn't like connecting to any kind of Wi-Fi or any kind of like cellular uh, data or anything like that because of this like dimensional space. So like to have him have that like light on it would like I, th- I think it would still be just as interesting to have him like still have power to his phone to like use as a like a flashlight. But... Well, the the problem is that uh, unless he specifically turned off Wi-Fi. His phone is constantly searching for Wi-Fi, thus draining the battery. That's true. So it yeah. would it would only last two days, unless he had it on like super energy saving mode, which makes it last like a week on a full charge. But yeah, thank yeah. you, Tech Wizard uh, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a, that wasn't a slight against you. I like legitimately thank you for for having that insight. <laughs> making that more plausible as like why the power why it went out mm-hmm. um but didn't they like find flashlights anyways like yeah they found they found flashlights and they again they 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 found like floodlight like when they when he went to set uh settlements like uh like exchange and even checkout and there's like a tower in the distance that seems to be some kind of a settlement where like people are trying to like reach the roof um like people like found like electric like found they both found lighting and they found that they could plug in things to like local power like local power sources and they still all work so yeah so yeah. him having power in his phone wouldn't do anything anyways yeah but i just mean for that initial like part i, I don't know like maybe i'm just being like too like 
dumb about this where it's just like, oh, why, why couldn't you have had a, a flashlight <laughs> the entire time? I don't know. I'll, I'll stop. Like, it, okay. it's I'm kind of going nowhere with that. <laughs> um, uh, and the next thing I have here, um, I'll call it. So this is in regards to like what he's like thinking about doing his autobiography on this place. It's like I'll call it my perfectly normal trip to the regular old Ikea or to a regular old Ikea. Honestly, if this journal entry that we get in this SCP entry had been posted separately on like a website like creepost.wiki as like a standalone story, that would legitimately be the, that would that would be the title of it. <laughs> Right yeah, there, like totally. that'd be the title of the screen pasta. My perfectly normal trip to a to a to a regular old IKEA, and then it'd be a journal formatted creepy pasta of a guy who's trapped inside of a dimensional IKEA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, then the next thing I have here, uh, it's now my seventh night here, and the first one not spent in darkness. A full week li- living in IKEA. That's there's probably a tv show in that somewhere and all i gotta say for that is i would watch the shit out of a weird horror survival show about people trapped inside of a liminal real retail space <laughs> again done that already i'm i am i'm honestly i'm surprised like it's like so that is that is like a back rooms being huge ish ba- right now back rooms being huge right now and like the scp foundation kind of promoting these kind of like weird spaces as well um the idea of like because like i'm not i don't think i'm alone in like thinking that like an endless like trapped inside of an endless retail store as a nightmare fuel like that is like a mundane like terrifying concept (laughs) you stuck anywhere infinitely like yeah but specifically like a, a a retail store like imagine getting trapped in a walmart that never ends (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you could survive there. You could, but like, and then, if, but like, imagine it, you get stuck in like just a bunch of cubicles of your office. Like, yeah, that'd be for your your survivability. That'd be way worse because there's yeah, it, in a Walmart, there's literally everything. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, there's still like, but th- th- that's when you enter. You add in like the the monsters, like a few a few like weird like Monday, a few like monsters that are kind of like uh, themed to the department store. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um again like i think like i'm surprised that but that is a common nightmare i think of of, of people is getting like being trapped forever like it's like the same like i don't want to be trapped in this hell for in this, in this retail hell forever like that legitimately would be like that is a common nightmare for people <laughs> is being mm-hmm. stuck in that d- daily doldrum yeah. uh and now you're stuck in this like apocalypse post almost like it's kind of got the same vibe as like a post-apocalypse in that like there's only a few people left and like, yeah, there's a ton of resources, but you're also the you're you're also thinking about the isolation of like being like one of the few people there. Maybe like for the first few episodes or so, it's just the one guy, <laughs> and then he finds the settlement, and then the settlement gets destroyed. It, it this, again, the story kind of like felt like kind of a post-apocalyptic genre in itself because these people are living inside of this like weird retail wasteland with like monsters that lurk in the dark uh, lurk in the, at night so um yeah we'll watch the show is basically my <laughs> my uh my comment to that <laughs> mm-hmm. um and then the next thing i have here apparently there are other towns out there some with more hang on, 
trying to figure out what the hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there were other towns out there, some with more people, some with less. I found that fairly mind boggling. How can that many people go missing with no one noticing? Surely someone would have noticed that everyone who goes to Ikea seems to fucking vanish. Now, it does go on to explain, like, like it kind of explain why like there isn't like a mass search or like hunt down of like or shut down of ikeas because people are just vanishing when they enter them mm-hmm. like there there is sort of like an explanation later on in the story however at this point i was like so maybe not an ikea perhaps but this could be an interesting idea for a story to suggest parents who go to get milk or cigarettes at the corner store and never come home in a supernatural light like no no they wanted to come back they were they were planning on coming back home they just fell into a into a liminal drugstore slash convenience store space and mm-hmm. couldn't get out the story could even be called inconvenience wow uh welcome to welcome to my uh my plot growers episode where we're gonna discuss how to uh uh, how to how to uh, we're gonna we're gonna discuss the ideas for this this uh, new creep pasta I'm working on. <laughs> Legitimately though, I might actually look into that and look into writing that. <laughs> that's a cool title for it too. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, that's uh, like not not a because uh, like when you say it's like how can people, so many people go like like go to an IKEA and go missing like this? Like how how does that go unnoticed? I was like it had me I was like well I mean there's a lot of people that go missing in the world and stuff like that in like even in like a country uh, yearly. And it's like. And then I started thinking about like people like the whole that saying of like uh where like um like a parent like never came home mostly because like they were asked, like they they just like abandoned their families and such. But like there's that saying of like, oh my mom went to go get uh milk from the from the corner store and never came home, or my my dad went to go get cigarettes from the corner store and never came home. And that's where it like kind of clicked in my head, it's like, what if they wanted to come home? <laughs> mm-hmm. But they slipped into the back rooms. <laughs> They they slipped into the stock rooms. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll move on to the next thing here. Um, apparently, they aren't very good. So this is in regards to the 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 uh, he, the narrator of the journal entry, the journalist, I guess, is uh, is is talking about the staff. Um, apparently, they aren't very good at their jobs, though, because. <clears throat> Apparently they aren't very good at their jobs though, because the restocking sometimes takes a while, which means the food needs to be rationed. Maybe if they weren't so busy chasing people around in the dark, they'd they'd get more done. I mean, I know they're monsters, but speaking as a former retail employee, maybe you assholes shouldn't have gotten stuck in the liminal IKEA. It shouldn't be their job to hunt you idiots down after hours. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, getting a little bit of a Wally World nom flashback. <laughs> you say I was victim blaming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I just like there. There's victim blaming, and then there's asshole customers. There's Karen customers. <laughs> uh huh. So you, you're taking this in the uh, the realm of the Night of the Consumers uh, video game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you know of that one? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Where you play as a store clerk, just trying to stock the shelves, and every time someone comes by they're like excuse me and you have to let them run away from them uh, yeah or or help them and then you have like yeah. a little bit of time limit yeah that's fucking nightmare fuel like again that gives you like gives, like that's like a whole flashback of like people of of just like a whole the whole like 
group of people who work at retail stores like you get it <laughs> you get that horror uh but i digress uh, i'll move away from my nom flashbacks to uh the next <laughs> one here <laughs> um the ur ikea from whence all other ikeas sprang like i said the oldest ikea <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah, so uh move on to the next one here. <laughs> that was it. It was, just, it was just basically connected to the uh, the control stuff from earlier. Yes. Um. Oh yeah, this one here. Um. We were talking about earlier about like how like this kind of fits the kind of the post apocalyptic survival genre. So, uh, we had to haul the bodies away in the morning. Apparently, the dead ones will attract more during the night. So we had to get them away from exchange. We have a couple of a couple of those trolley things they used to move big boxes around. So we loaded them up and took them over to pick up. You know, I kind of want to use this as like fodder. Like the more I kept reading this, the more I wanted to use this for fodder for like a, an alternative setting, uh, like a Carcosa esque retail red markets game. (laughs) Uh, And for anybody who doesn't know, red markets is a economic zombie horror game. So like, the set the default setting is the zombie apocalypse happened but it was like uneven so like everyone in north america or in in, the, in america in in the us everyone everything east of the mississippi river is safe because zomb- the zombies couldn't cross the mississippi river and the government managed to like kind of chokehold that area but everything west of the mississippi is a is a post apocalyptic like uh zombie wasteland that the american government has just kind of forsaken and so you live as somebody inside that that uh that area um trying to basically etch out a living in the zombie infested wasteland uh and like trying to help your enclave your your settlements um with various tasks and while also making money so that you can eventually buy your way out of the post-apocalypse and into the dystopian safe zones <laughs> so i could kind of and like the game is is pretty good for uh for like managing like a an sort of a, a an economic um post-apocalypse sort of genre I could easily see like using this as the setting for a red markets game. Like just basically the casualties or the zombies in that game are basically just the staff. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can have like, even like unique staffers <laughs> that are just because like they're different, like mal- like they're different mutations of them. Was this left for dead now? Yeah. A little left for daddy. Well, yeah. again, like there's the aberrants in, in the, in the red markets, which are like the yeah. special zombies. Yeah, um, maybe like the manager and <laughs> exactly a manager or like the the uh the back like the like the, the guys that are used to like heavy lifting so they're big and like they're tanky. <laughs> Called the stalker. Yeah, the yeah the stalker. Which S T O C C. Yeah, I legitimately. Which is I, also I, a a April Fool's joke from Warframe at one point. <laughs> nice. Where they had the stalker just holding some boxes. I'm not gonna lie. I have used that before in a game about like a post-apocalyptic retail Carcosa game. <laughs> um, this isn't the first time you thought about doing this. No, absolutely not. Again, oh, okay. see my see my Wally World nom flashback stuff. Like I, I have a lot of. I've had a couple of things I wanted to vent off my chest after working mm. at Walmart. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, like I had we're like in the back air in like the back room like stock area. There's like these uh these like gas masked like monstrosities known as the stalkers. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's like the uh the stalkers from like the stalker zone or the zone stalkers from like the, the video game stalkers, Shadows of Chernobyl. <laughs> but it's I, like I haven't played that one. Oh, it's basically like 
um, people going into like the into the strange anomaly ridden um, low area of the called the zone, but it's basically like where Chernobyl is, and like apparently Chernobyl created like weird anomalies in physics and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to the back to this red market thing. Yeah, basically, just use like you you could you could use um, enclave generation for like creating the settlements for people to live in. And then, like again, the casualties in in red markets could just be the staffer, the staff members. Yep. Um, you're playing a taker, so you're playing a person that has to go out during the day, and like get a certain thing from like maybe maybe it's like area like they have they want somebody in in the settlement wants this specific thing, but it's like a little bit in, like out of the safe like distance, so you have to like kind of risk going out in even during the night to like get this thing. Mm-hmm. It, it could easily be uh like used as like an idea for a a red market's alternatives campaign it's very gameable yeah very gameable um and then the next thing here the motto for this place should be how is that even possible surely someone somewhere must be looking for the thousands of people that must be in here that's a really long motto yeah <laughs> god damn it (laughs) Uh, for for clarity the motto was how is that even possible period sure (laughs) you believe what you want to believe i'll believe what i want to believe fair (laughs) um and like again we find out like why like there's so many people in this in the space and like no one's like talking about it outside but my initial thing was like i mean it's almost like a secretive organization is keeping this whole thing under wraps (laughs) and even before yeah. the foundation show, even before the foundation showed up, there are things like the missing four one one, where people just were like, like dozens upon hundreds of people go missing in in national parks across across the North America every year, yeah. <laughs> and like inexplicably, or like like people like people with those people, like they turn their back for two seconds, look back, the person's gone. That's a real thing that happens. Yeah, <laughs> like. It is so bizarre, but like that kind of it's it's like almost like para mundane or like ultra mundane <laughs> like mystery. Um, and most of those people are never found again, yeah. like or or just like bits of them are found sometimes. It's like what the fuck's going on in those national parks? <laughs> um, I watched a movie somewhat recently uh, called Wind River, which is about um this uh i think it's up in alaska or something that's way up north there's snow everywhere um basically of um it's a of a woman that died mysteriously or went missing or something and uh, you have to find out what happened and all that and through someone else going missing and dying potentially but either way uh by the end of it it basically says that um it's based on a real story first off and it says that uh up there there's so many like not even um registered accounts of uh people going missing like yeah. people go missing but they don't actually count them as missing people they're just gone and for some yeah. reason it doesn't count towards the national um <laughs> like tally of missing people up there that's fucked up yeah yeah i mean uh, there well the the movie um uh the fourth kind which is uh about the same similar abduction like disappearances and abductions of people in in alaska in like no i think in anchorage or in like Nome, alaska um the 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 movie uses like explains it as like oh it's alien abductions but a lot of like because like there is a lot of um 
a lot of cases that are usually just chalked up to like the person got drunk, wandered off the wrong road and vanished into the tundra, maybe died of exposure and then just got buried by snow, by drifting snow. Yeah. Like there is very much, there's, it is very likely that like just outside of like, uh, like some of these like towns and stuff like that in Alaska, there's just a field of bodies. <laughs> they've just been like, they've just that. been covered with like drifting snow. Yeah, no, it's absolutely horrifying. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, like that kind of shit is like happening all like happens all the time. So like, I wasn't too thrown off, but like, okay, like maybe like, like thousands of people going missing and some of that, even before we get the explanation that like, oh, they're from different realities. I was like, I mean, that's not too hard to believe given like some of the other like true crime disappearance stuff I've, I've watched and looked at and like the statistics <laughs> it, it is, it would definitely be uh, abnormal, especially if it's supposedly this is all coming from like one building that the scp foundation has on lockdown <laughs> yeah but well this scp foundation in this reality has this one on lockdown yes but there's one in all of those other people's realities as well yeah every reality has an ikea <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was trying to do like a freddy krueger like that because like, it's like every town has an elm street <laughs> i think that's from like one of the movies or, or the tv show <laughs> probably yeah um also i should actually done it like in that in that uh i'm not sure if it's like horribly stereotypical but it's like that the the ikea commercials is like welcome to ikea <laughs> um it's just like every neighborhood has every multiverse has a has an ikea <laughs> yeah pretty much uh but yeah i digress i'll, I'll move on <laughs> to the next thing uh, and this is from the note about the drone by the foundation, like that kind of is between two of the logs. Um, analysis of footage shows a walled settlement under the sign labeled exchange and returns attempts to relocate the setting or attempts to relocate the settlement failed origin or origin of previous sighted drones is unknown. So at first I was confused, like, wait, they're attempting to relocate the settlement. I was like, no, they're trying to find, they're trying to relocate, like as in try and refind the settlement again. With more drones, yeah. With with other drones, yeah. And then like, they don't, they they, they apparently, like that, they were able to like pinpoint uh, the, uh, the use of the one drone from the journal entries, but they weren't able to figure out about the other drones. Uh, so like, From the sounds int- of it, they don't know who sent the other drones. Yeah, it, oh, it might got. be. Yeah, like it might be like another SCP Foundation in another reality, or like another organization in another yeah, dimension. Not all necessarily called SCP. Yeah. But yes. Um. But uh, so when when I read this though, like when I finally like when I clicked, it's like, oh no, they're they're trying to re- they can't find the settlement again. It's like, oh god, that's even worse in terms of like trying to get out of here. Like, just imagine like you're so like from ground level, like when you're on the floor, basically of the, of this ikea building you are unaware that the place is shifting its spaces around you including moving you and your entire like like settlement so I you're know if that's the case i i th- i think it might be i mean if it's not that it's it's the implication there like the kind of the insinuation or the even like the idea that like it, it sprung in my head it was like oh my god they're trapped in a roguelike <laughs> Like, can you imagine, like, you walk out of your settlement, like, and you go, like, a day out to go scavenge, and you come back, and you can't find your settlement again. <laughs> and that's not what a roguelike is, but... 
I thought roguelikes were like basically they're randomly generated like levels. They are, but they're it's randomly generated for that run, but it doesn't keep randomizing. A roguelike is basically just it's real life. If you die in if you die, you're dead, and you have to restart. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to like, it, and then the levels change based off like on the next run. Yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah. If you go back to a previous room in the same run, it's not necessarily going to be completely different. Oh, okay. It's the, it's specifically just your life and having to restart. <laughs> that said, if if that is actually the trigger for like for like shifts in the building, is like every time a survivor dies, the 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 the, the location, the area, the, <laughs> the geography changes. The, the map reloads and the map shifts. Like, yeah. that would be kind of fucked up. <laughs> a little bit. It's like a, a blood. Sa- it's just one big blood sacrifice. It's like a blood ritual, basically. <laughs> yeah. What I think is happening though is in regards to them not being able to find them again yeah when you enter the uh the dash one oh. ikea you enter at a random location yeah yeah that as soon as you can't s- find it yeah as soon as you said that, that they clicked there yeah because i mean I, they specifically yeah. say that they can go like they can go to um the other places they can go to to check out yeah that's back. true yeah I do think though that would be like a next level like escalation of like you're fucked. <laughs> it's yeah. just like you you leave your settlement for like a day and because you're with you're outside of like the the area of of like shift you're you lose your settlement. You have to basically like well, I guess I'm not going there again. I guess I'm fuck. <laughs> yep. And you wouldn't know exactly like where what it was happening at initially or like you wouldn't even know what the boundaries are like. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really fucked up. Uh, and then, yeah. And then regarding the journal logs, uh, about the, the increasing staff attacks. So again, I know it explains that a piece of the staff member of, of a staff member was found in a box on the wall. And that's why, and, and that they didn't like take it away. And like, apparently even like a piece of these things, like send these guys like frenzying even more and harder, but it had me wondering again, had me musing, maybe this place and its staff have like a culling cycle. So like earlier in the log, there were survivors from a settlement that had was hit really hard. Uh, and they, the, the survivors had to flee to exchange and other settlements and then exchange at, as time went on, gathered more and more people, uh, like more and more like passerbys or more and more survivors who came or people who came into the Ikea or found their way into the Ikea and into this location. So maybe the staff attacks are, are a way of controlling the population and organization of humans in this reality uh, for some like perhaps unidentified purpose, like may, or maybe it's even like uh, a similar case to like the, the, the staff members and their attacks are like the Ikea's immune system. And like when too many humans congregate in a, in the same space, the staff take greater and greater actions to remove this, uh, this infection of humans. I mean, it strip says in this, that, I mean, First off, that's, I know I know it does say, yeah, yeah, that is very cool. But it does say that they basically in the supplies they got, there was a, a piece of a staff member. In it. Yeah, no, I, again, I yeah, I, I understand that that's what it is. But like, again, I can't help but like throughout this entire story, I couldn't help but like muse like alternatives. <laughs> yes, but speaking about those supplies, mm-hmm. it never, unless I missed it, it never went into detail about them being like, oh shit, someone put a dead staff member in this someone's trying to kill us 
Like they just got supplies from somewhere else, and it has a staff member in it. They some they put it in there. I see. I I actually thought that it was like during like one of the last attacks or like one of the attacks, like they lopped off an arm or something, and it like fell into a or like they lopped off like a finger or a hand, and it fell into a box and like that a box of supplies, and they just never like checked that box. Yeah, double check it, but the vibe I got is they came back it's with just... supplies, and oh, in the bottom of the supplies, there's a freaking piece of a staff member. That that makes it like that. There's much yeah. more. There's something sinister and like like going on in this uh, in this apparently uh, cordial, idyllic society they've created. <laughs> Somebody's actively trying yeah. to like sabotage settlements. I have it here. Yeah, okay. I have it here. Um, okay. we finally figured out why the attacks had been escalating too. A box of supplies had a chunk of one of the staff in there. No idea how it happened, but apparently a piece of one will draw them as well as a full body. Yeah. So they so, never explain why it's there, but no. like... Like, it's they, possible yeah. that through the attack, some piece just flew off. Yeah, but... Maybe, it could also be sabotage. <laughs> yeah, so maybe yeah. it's not as uh, cordial as he said. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. Like, yeah, it it leaves like again. If there was a sequel to the story, or like we get like another like journal entry or something like that, we could even like it, it's like maybe there's like a cult inside, like uh, within the human population that like is all about basically like calling the other humans in this place. Maybe they're the ones that perceive the like, humans in this place as an infection, and the staffers as an immune as an immune system. <laughs> yeah, that could be like ba- that could be interesting. That basically in in a, in a red markets game, that would basically be the meek. Uh, uh, faction where like they they worship the zombies and think that like the zombies should be zombies the zombies are the dominant species now of the of the earth yeah so yeah that that is definitely there's room in right there for like a more sinister vibe yeah definitely um or again it could just been like a, a horrible a horrible just unforeseen accident that like a chunk of one of the creature one of the staffers got like fell into a box while they were in during one of the attacks like it could or be either... just some asshole over at checkout named keith or something that oh, put a piece in there that guy yeah yeah, yeah there's gotta be even references like i'm surprised there's not a that guy in the in our in our settlements and it's like mm. no nope, we found them keith from checkouts yeah that guy and he's like, man, that 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 exchange settlement's getting a little too big for its britches. Tend to mm. tend to drop them down a peg. I'm just gonna. They've been taking a lot of our supplies. If they just weren't there anymore, or if we we got if we supplies. or if, if any of their if, if we were able, if they were just to be hit by it like so hard that like a bunch of their uh, a couple of their survivors had to like come rush rush to us, we'd look like the heroes here. <laughs> <laughs> taking them in and like you know we have a little bit more of a labor force here <laughs> fucking keith <laughs> sorry to all the keiths out there i'm not no, I'm okay that's fair. <laughs> no i yeah <laughs> we're just we're just picking on the name mm-hmm. uh but yeah that is honestly my last actual thought so uh mikey these stands for evil hey do uh, I, I like that the people have different memories. Um, yeah. So, which sort of hints at it being multiple realities, um, which is nice. 
Yeah, like the show. Yeah, the show. But it's like slipping into different re- uh, alternate realities. I'm just asking because all I heard was slap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I tried to do that, like that whispery, like the the way they do it in the in the uh, the opening. It's like yes, sliders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which uh, uh, so the alternate realities is kind of neat. Uh, yeah. to think about so that this is a multi-dimensional uh, Ikea uh, <laughs> Ikea, Ikea transfer <laughs> Ikea surpasses all uh, realities <laughs> um, and then thinking about it um, what if um, this is actually a um like the IKEA target specific people. Oh uh, yeah. Like to like you kind of become inside that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like so they were the so lucky that, ones. <laughs> Sorry. Well, but it it's a prison of sorts. Mm-hmm. So um with that thought process like what if this IKEA is a member of the supernatural task force? <laughs> <laughs> this is hell now. yeah yeah, so, yeah wait so is this ikea dimension just like hell it's it's the it's the new wave of hell like like aesthetic it's just, yep. oh my god i mean that isn't entirely unfounded like that I mean, is like murderers have to go shopping too you know yeah that's the thing we're not that's why everybody's so cordial is like they they're all secretly like it was all insidious and cordial at the same time. Like they're all acting like nice and friendly because they're all fucking serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy just... for them to kill the, the staff members. Yeah. And like, they don't want to kill each other because they sense their own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> makes so much sense. Yeah. It makes dollars even. Wow. <laughs> you went there. I a very did. Cap- a very capitalist of you. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about red markets, a retail store of infinite, uh, 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 with an infinite mm-hmm. dimensional like interior. So, like, I guess it fits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this story also gave me sort of Walking Dead vibes. Yeah. Uh, because, like, during the day, Zombies just shambling around, they're not really much of a threat. But at night, they go towards where the noise is and oh, the light right. and whatnot. So, isn't that also like a, a mechanic zombie thing? Well, not, not everywhere, like although Minecraft, isn't that, even <laughs> yeah, in Minecraft, yeah. But isn't that also like a main, like, isn't that like a main factor, like, factor for the, the zombies in Dying Light, the video game? Yeah, like they're they're they're, they're not they're 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 bad during the day, but they're not like horror like they're not it's not like like terrifying like shamblers so in the day or then they and then like the rushers at night or whatever yeah yeah they go from shamblers to rushers or mm-hmm. like, and then like specials ones come out during the during the, the night as well mm-hmm. and then like i think in the second one like they've evolved again so like they hide from the sunlight during the day and then like at night that's when they all like kind of shamble out like they all kind of like come hoarding out of their various layers oh really to, yeah their uv lights uh hurt them in in more way more effectively in the second game from what i understand hmm. but yeah 
So even more so, I guess, than for like the kind of fits the bill again. Like, like I was saying, like post, like I was saying post-apocalyptic genre, I guess I really meant like zombie, uh, zombie post-apocalyptic genre. Cause like it mm. does kind of share that. Like, like I was definitely thinking walking dead in, in some degrees with this mm-hmm. because like, yeah, it's your survivors trying to survive against these horrible humanoid monsters that get more violent at night. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like you're building up fortifications. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so my next note here is uh, they're just skin or something that looks like skin all the way through. <laughs> you you were like you took that literally like it's like it's just skin. <laughs> they're just skin. Like <laughs> well, that's what it says. I I know, but I think yeah. <laughs> I definitely I, I definitely read I I read that initially, and then I things like I kind of got the idea that like it's more like they their their skin like there's like a thick layer of skin on the outside, and then on the inside it's just hollow men kind of thing. No, it says all the way through. Okay, so yeah, that's they are a solid mass of skin like material. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. that's okay. That's equally horrifying. Then, like, yeah. So again, they're just fucking mannequins. They're skin mannequins. <laughs> like, mannequins are actually hollow, I believe. <laughs> oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Solid plastic, heavy. That's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and thinking about it, uh, that they're really thick-skinned, so they won't take your insults. Yep. Uh, also, <laughs> nice. they're they're skin golems. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, my next point here. Uh, thought about shoving it or something to get its attention, but its hands were big enough to crush a watermelon, so I decided against it. Uh, and I'm thinking, how big? hands are we talking here <laughs> to be big enough to hold a watermelon and to crush it it probably means like both hands or maybe yeah like one hand could just pick up a watermelon and switch it i don't oh, know oh god again like i'm again like we're we're getting that they're like weirdly malformed like dk mode sort of like like body like a sort of like for like bodies like short legs lanky like like big arms and or lanky le- lanky arms and big le- and big hands so like yeah mm. they're like weirdly like cartoonish but also it's flesh so it's horrifying <laughs> it's like when mm. you when you make when you like make like certain cartoon characters in real life and they're horrifying <laughs> yeah Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, uh, also for your to your, it's like, is it is it two hands or is it one hand large enough to crush it? Why Porque las dos? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Why not I have because they're because like there is also seems to be a variation. Like they're not not the staff they're members also. Yeah, they aren't clones. They they do have like kind of variation to like the uh, their shapes and their sizes. Yeah. So that's true. And that's in my extra thoughts. Okay. Gamer. That's me. Okay. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. <laughs> so um I'll just read this quote. This is actually 
pretty fitting because it's talking about their the uh, the staff's appearance. SCP-3008-2 are humanoid entities that exist within SCP-3008-1. While superficially resembling humans, they possess exaggerated and inconsistent bodily proportions, often described as being too short or too tall. They possess no facial features, and in all observed cases, wear a yellow shirt and blue trousers consistent with the IKEA employee uniform. So, a number of weeks ago, um, you basically told me, told us about the IKEA SCP very briefly, right? Yeah. Right around when I started playing Guilty Gear Strive, <laughs> and soon after, I started looking into mods for the game on PC. One of them happen, happening to be an SCP-3008 skin for the character named Faust. Oh my god. <laughs> giving him a yellow Ikea shirt and blue pants. And he's the creepy character of the game. So I figured, okay, maybe the modder just like likes creepypasta, so he, he put it in on the creepy character, and it doesn't necessarily match one-to-one with the way he looks. But no, surprisingly, it's pretty spot-on, that character. Like, as one of these staff members, because Foss oh. is really tall, really lanky, has exaggerated proportions, and you never see his face. Oh my god. I'm yeah. looking at Google Images right now of it. Yeah, Foss is fucked up. I actually sent you... Yeah, you did send me this. A I while this ago. Now. I'll yeah. send it to uh, Mikey as well. Of the the Faust SCP-3008 mod. God, I also think his doctor, like his 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 uh, his doctor outfit, is also just kind of horrifying. Yes, it's a, a doctor outfit, which is not very SCP, but that's just his normal. Although it, it's see, just a reskin, basically. He, he, honestly, that image could just be an SCP entity. <laughs> like Foss yeah, just could much. be an SCP entity. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. He's he's straight fucked up. He's been getting more and more fucked up as the games go on. To be honest. Nice. Because before he was just like, he was the weird character, you know. Yeah. It's like he's the the Valdo of um of uh, Guilty Gear. Yeah. But yeah, it's been getting. He, he sorry, he's been weird the entire time until the newest game, where he is straight up fucked up. Yep. And like, I need to get into the story and find out why he's so fucked up. But that's neither here nor there either way um having that as a visual going into this was kind of interesting Mm -hmm. because like it gave me a visual to these that's pretty damn clear yeah like it does a good job explaining it but having it connect being like oh it looks just like that basically like including the big fucking hands even (laughs) like yeah, and honestly, like if you if, if you Google image SCP three zero zero eight, um, you almost all of everything is about the staff members. Yeah, <laughs> and like because yeah, otherwise just, it's just a normal IKEA, sorry, a regular yeah. old IKEA, <laughs> a, a normal regular old IKEA, you know, just infinite space of IKEA, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think I do think SCP. 3008-2 definitely like ramps up the horror of this because otherwise it's just it's just a weird story like a weird space like it's not malicious mm-hmm. but i think that the 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 addition of the the uh the inhabiting like entities of of the the staff 
make it way more terrifying. Oh yeah, definitely. Because like it would be bad enough being trapped but... in that in that IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm seeing a lot of I've seen some images of like people thinking that like the the staff members um, are former people getting who get turned into SCP three zero eight two. But like, but like, like what I suggested. Yeah, what you suggested, and honestly, like, I'm surprised that wasn't like revealed in the store in 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 the entry or the um uh or the journal, like that, like one of the bodies of the dead survivors started turning into uh, uh an employee. Mm. But yeah, kind of has like a backrooms thing where like people who have uh, get, gotten stuck in the in the in the back rooms long enough eventually become the monsters in the back rooms <laughs> just I so horrifying <laughs> for the, for the audience at home gamer keeps sending uh posting images of uh of faust in scp or in uh, in ikea uniform there's only it's, two <laughs> keeps it's only two you you two is enough he's terrifying yeah i know one more <laughs> yeah. Oh God! This is his evolution of the three oh my games. God. That's him in the original game, and then some other game, and then the <laughs> wow, he one, and then he got dark. He really just yeah. I mean, even from get go, he's just like, what the fuck is wrong with that man? Yeah, but he's like a yeah. super good surgeon that like some I forget what happened it's in well. So his name is. So I'm assuming he's based off the old, the, uh, the 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 old story of the surgeon who made a deal with the devil to save a life. Um, I did not know of that. That's it's actually a Ger- I think it's a German novel, um, or it might might be a a play. Yeah, it's a play. It's not uh, that's where we get like the Faustian bargain. Um, yeah, it's a is a Faust is a protagonist of a of the of a classic German legend based on the historical Johann George Faust. Um. And yeah, he basically makes a deal with the devil to like save a life, but he damns his soul in the process. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it sucks for him, but <laughs> yeah, but it's all, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Neat. Mm-hmm. But either way, that's not uh, IKEA, so we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, it's German. It's German folklore, not uh, uh, not Swedish. <laughs> we're we're like two levels deep in the. Uh, <laughs> we um... really are. <laughs> In the tangents, yeah. <laughs> so any yeah. minute now, those tangent police are just gonna like burst down the door. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 continue. Sorry. Yes. So, um, I kind of brushed on this, but I'll just read this just because this is how I came to this conclusion. So, um, Nair is he technically the narrator? He is of the journal. Whatever. The, I would call, that's why that's why I'd call him the journalist. <laughs> Because okay. he technically is the one who journaled this. So journ. Yeah. Um he finds beds, sleeps, and then uh he finds a restaurant and he says, um, blah blah blah. They're still warm and fresh. I don't know who could have cooked them. Made my way back to the beds before, lights out. This is too dark and all that. Which when he first did that, I was like, How did he find his way back? Because earlier it said, I realized that this wasn't the case, and I tried to backtrack. Everything had changed, so I ended up lost. Instead, of the exit was a row of bookcases. So originally, I did think it was like what you suggested, called this, where the world is constantly changing. Yeah. But the fact that he went back to the same bed, yeah, that's what made me click in to be like, okay, he just loaded into the new map, and this is 
the map and you can actually navigate it. Fair. Uh, this part, uh, I was thinking last night, the ceiling on this place is pretty high. Well, first off, he doesn't mention the fucked up ceiling he ever. Really doesn't. It. I yeah. I figured that would be one of the biggest things to notice right away. <laughs> like you can't see the damn ceiling. Like maybe like there's like a like as soon as you walk into the IKEA, you're like you're not looking at the up, you're not looking up. You're maybe like looking at something, and you walk it. You walk a little bit further in, and you look up, and it's like, uh, holy fucking moly! <laughs> Just like yes. see like this like kilometers high like ceiling. But he was out there for like what a week? Yeah. And he, he never, never mentioned. He never once mentions No, like he, he never, for example, laid on his back in a bed looking up at the yeah. ceiling. <laughs> yeah, he legitimately. If nothing else, he would have noticed it first night. Yeah. Regardless. Um I was thinking last night, the ceiling of this place is pretty high. As far as everyone can tell, it goes on forever. Shouldn't there be some kind of weather in here? I'm sure I read about some NASA building that was so big that it had its own weather patterns with clouds and stuff. Have either of you heard of this? I have not. Is that a thing? I don't is know. It... NASA weather I, I've building. I've been meaning to look it up, but you he's didn't. talking about it with such uh, oh assurity. Um, the VAB. Uh, the F the VAB is so large, in fact, that it has its own weather. On humid days, rain clouds could can form below the ceiling, requiring about ten thousand tons of air conditioning equipment to control the moisture. With this setup, with this setup, the total volume of air in the building can be replaced in only one hour, and that is the NASA Vehicle Assembly Building. Thank oh, that's you. Why it's so tall because they're making. Uh, they're making. Yeah, thank you, Atlas Obscura, you beautiful, beautiful website <laughs> of weirdness. Wow, how tall is that building? Does it say there? Uh, let's find out. Um, see if there's anything more, like more details on the information. It's be Holy moly! <laughs> <laughs> uh, at an astonishing 160 meters or 525 feet for us Canadians, yeah. tall, 218 meters or 716 feet long. And 158 meters or 518 feet wide, the VAB covers an area of eight acres and enclose and encloses a volume of about three million six hundred three million six hundred thousand sixty five. I don't know if I'm doing this right. Um, three six six five zero 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 cubic meters, <laughs> or one two nine four two eight zero 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 cubic feet. It's a lot. Yeah, I to to get an idea of how large that is, the total volume of the VAB is about three point seven five times that of Manhattan's Empire State Building. Um, that's enough space to fit the volume of the Pentagon the Pentagon inside and have plenty of room left over. Wow. That's, that's the that's the first pair that's like the second paragraph of the uh the the VAB's entry on uh, Atlas Obscura. Very cool. I like and that is thing. yeah, and the VAB is in Titusville, Florida. A oh, building so large that it has its own weather. That's that's crazy. <laughs> that's and at only five hundred feet, I was expecting higher. Yeah. 
I mean, five hundred like skyscrapers go higher than that, right? I guess yeah, it's just because they're skyscrapers, not all open inside. So skyscrapers do go higher than that in some cases, but also clouds do form below the top of skyscrapers. Yeah, and the reason that so, they form inside the building is because it's an open building. Yeah, it's not all these tiny little rooms that don't have enough space to actually do anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. Airplanes travel. I was like, I was like, wow. Because I've heard like, and we'll be we'll be uh, uh, traveling at five hundred feet. And I was like, I've heard that before, like for airplanes and stuff. Oh yeah, no. At five. Okay, no, that's at fifteen thousand feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. Just, just a smidge. Just uh, a smidge. That's like going third in Maine in hot shots. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But either way. Yeah. I will move on to my last one. Mm-hmm. But apparently some of the people here have some seriously odd gaps in their knowledge. Three of them had never heard of the International Space Station. Two of them seemed to think Redacted was the Prime Minister, and one of them had apparently never heard of the Statue of Liberty. I believe them, too. They seem just as confused as the rest of us. Why didn't he ask them what year it was? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Yeah, because I want to know if there was time fuckery going on here too, or honestly, if it's just like weird dimension fuckery. Yeah, honestly, that was my first like, um, my first go to is like, so are the does this thing like, are people getting lost in here from like different from like the past? Like, how is that? How is that possible? Is it IKEA just like pop up in like, like pre uh, Statue of Liberty? <laughs> I'd say, um. It's like what you said before. It's always what it's going to be for whatever time period it is. Yeah, it, it's so like yeah. it's a general store in the Wild West. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a yeah yeah. It's a, it's yeah, exactly. It's a general goods store. Or like if it's in a major city, like it's like it's a um. It just happens to be like uh some kind of like quirky te- quirky uh shop in like uh in like a back alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone asking a year would be. Yeah, that would have been like just to get a vibe. It's like okay, like though they're they're from our t- they're from the, the strange thing is I asked them like what year it was because like some of them were like they didn't have a know what the Statue of Liberty is like what the fuck like are they from like the 1800s or like the 1700s or something? But no, they're from the 20th century. So maybe it's different worlds. Like and then we go into sliders mode, which was I think that was like the reveal in sliders was like they thought they were time traveling because like that, there was like dimensions or the, there was like realities they were going to that were like had dinosaurs and stuff but then it turned out it was just alternate earths like they were all just like a multiverse it was just like a multiverse like they were sliding into neat yeah also i'm really curious what the redaction is for the prime minister (laughs) yeah i tried highlighting it it did not give me the information i know yeah that see that's why like when we did uh miss sweetie that's why i didn't bother like highlighting the the redacted part for the uh, the the the, the one Mr. redacted, Lai. yeah, Mister Lie, because I just assumed it, they used like the black bar or, like w- widget rather than like actually like blacked out the uh, the name, because mm-hmm. <laughs> most of the time they do that. So yeah, um, who is it? I could count the characters. <laughs> you could count the characters, and then <laughs> it we could just, just be some random guy. With yeah, that exactly. Name. Yeah, it's not necessarily a celebrity. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think this is like the mythos, mo- uh, the the monolith mythos, where like, um, oh, there's like a famous. So the monolith mythos is like uh, is a uh, analog horror series I've actually caught on recently, thanks to Matt from Drunk and the Ugly, mm. and um, it's like 
basically all the American monoliths, like like the the Mount Rushmore, the Statue of Liberty, like stuff like that. They're all secretly containment facility, like containment uh, sites for like eldritch abominations. <laughs> oh, really? Um, and they all like have like dark things tied to them, and like there's like the the videos of the the monolith mythos are basically expl- like kind of like instructional explanationary videos for the different monoliths of what they uh, what they're used for and what their purposes are. But it also goes into like some more alternate history kind of thing because like at one point in the in like the the 60s or something like that, um, Dean, uh, who's the the famous actor who died young, um, something Dean, James, James Dean, yeah, yeah, James Dean becomes president of the United States oh. <laughs> in the, in that universe, <laughs> and he's like. Basically, he's like a like the the best president because he's like everyone loves him. Like he 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 had like he was going up against Nixon, and Nixon like he after a phone call with him um during the elections, Nixon dropped out of the elections and like voted for him. Wow, <laughs> like yeah, he's just it, such it was, a good guy. Yeah, because in in the in the monolith mythos's reality, Dean uh, James Dean didn't die. He and in fact he became he went from being an actor to being the president of the United States. <laughs> and being super cool. <laughs> Not that he wasn't super cool before. No, but he he was like the best president because he was like the nice the, like the coolest president. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, like th- that kind of like alternate reality fuckery like kind of stuff. So like yeah, going back to this like the prime minister for some reason like I don't know like <laughs> I don't know why but it's like for some reason I as soon as I saw like those like oh like redacted redacted was uh, was was a prime minister I immediately just went to like Justin Trudeau, <laughs> like even though that is our prime minister, but like <laughs> for some reason that's like the first thing that came to pop to my head. Maybe it's just because like he's our current prime minister, but <laughs> I think this is in. Um, it might be in the UK too. So. It is in the UK. Yeah. Okay. They say torches. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't use torch. We don't. We don't call uh, flashlights torches. Mm. That is very UK. Yeah, that's the announcement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And with that wild tangent ridden uh <laughs> actual thoughts out of the way. Is what we do. I guess I guess we'll move on to final thoughts. <laughs> so yeah, if it's not obvious by now, I really loved the idea behind this one. The idea um, behind this one? Yeah. Ha ha ha. You son of a bitch. Don't laugh at stuff that isn't funny. How dare you? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and even the execution of the entry and then the journal was like really fun to like, cause uh, when I, when I dove into it, I was like, Oh no. Like I was like, I, for some reason I was, there was a part of me that was like kind of worried when like we got this like long journal after the short entry. And it's like, no, this is actually really good. Like this is actually really like fun, like journal to read into and stuff. Um, again, another weird concept that I feel is also really rife for creepiness. <laughs> uh, and it also does it on its own. I feel so. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna recommend this one still. Like and potentially even again, as is my way, maybe use it for a get for gameable material in the future. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> but uh Mikey, these stands for evil, your recommendations and thoughts. Um well, uh, I'd like that they use the um it's bigger on the inside physics. Yeah. Um, but when you're talking about an interdimensional being, it really is bigger than anyone can comprehend. Uh, 
so that, that that's something that I like about this is that we get basically Doctor Who physics, but it's not Doctor Who. Yeah, it's Doctor What? It's Doctor Why. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the weird monsters, which are essentially zombies, I sort of like because I got a the Walking Dead sort of feel from this. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize could... they get they. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize they get like more dangerous at night in Walking Dead. But well, it's just zombies in general. Like, it, yeah. The, I think the the main thing is that this felt like it could be a TV show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like what um, it says. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, I, I like that aspect. It was an enjoyable read. Um, so I'm still going to recommend this. All right. Also, just like back on that TV thing, just like from a logistics point of view, it would be really, it, it would be probably fairly like cheap to produce because you'd only have like, you'd only really need um, like, you'd, you'd probably need like a large, like studio space that is modular. So like, so basically like a space that you can like easily like move sets, set pieces around and stuff like that to basically create this like sense of like a maze, like infinite Ikea space <laughs> or yeah, like so retail like green space. screen on the back to, or yeah, actually, would you have to, I'd you say like to green... make it look infinite. That's the thing. Yeah. I would say like green speed, a green screen um, on like the outer, on the wall, outer walls and like the roof and then the, like the ground and like the um, like basically just have the ground be like, uh, like a uniform tile space and then just have like, easily movable like aisles and other like kind of uh like large scale like scene props mm. to kind of like uh for the rest of it and then just use again like use cgi um to uh help elevate the the sense of of, of like infinite space and like the high lofty roofs and stuff but yeah for sure yeah um so you you so I sorry you you said you would recommend this one Mikey? Yeah. Okay. Uh so gamer. I really liked it as well. Um I really liked the whole like slice of life that the story has showing the people surviving and helping each other and being like hey people aren't actually assholes like the TV shows us all and but even they? though <laughs> yeah they might be cuz someone apparently put a body part in a it could have been happened it could have been like an unfortunate uh, turn of events or like it a happenstance it could have been yeah you're just seeing the the evil in people right whereas these guys are like realizing that no people aren't as bad as they think we all think they are i'm not just believing it i'm just like i i'm being careful <laughs> yeah fair. i'm preparing for the worst but i'm expecting the best sure <laughs> yeah sure either way um I like how they're. Uh, actually, I just talked about that, blah, blah blah blah. Uh, the creatures are good. They're scary. They're fast. Um, <laughs> basically, for a second I was like, they're they're fast. Or did you just say fast weird? Oh, no, oh wait, fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're basically him. Although they vary. Some of them are like super small. Some of them are really tall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they actually, again, Google Images has like a couple that are like basically it looks like a roster of like specialized zombies. <laughs> nice. Very cool, and there seems to be infinite of them for some reason because they just have piles of bodies that just yeah, the, don't go away. Yeah, the IKEA just creates more. Mm -hmm. 
perhaps from victims, from previous victims. Who knows? Yeah, like this story leaves me asking a lot of questions, but not in a way that's pissing me off. There's some things where it's like, yeah, they should have answered that or they should have brought it up earlier. But most of it are just interesting thoughts being like, where do they come from? How is there infinite? You know? Yeah. But stuff like you should have noticed that there's no ceiling early on. You know, that that should have been established. (laughs) Maybe you should have like put that in your notes. Just like, like, why is the ceiling so fucking high? (laughs) Maybe it's because it's dark. I'm tired. He wakes up in the morning. It's like, nope, there's no ceiling. Roll sand. Uh, but overall, I still like it uh, for sure. There's so few issues, quote unquote, that it does not affect my enjoyment of the story. So yeah, I still fully recommend it. Okay. Shit. Good job, uh, Mortos. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that'll be this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're all on Twitter. Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but love that W at the end, because his name is very long. Yeah. It's, it's almost infinite, much like this Ikea. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It goes on much longer than what Twitter allows. It's not just the W that's missing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does that mean that your name's like spelled like a Welsh name? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, and I, yeah, I'm at Review Cultist. Um, you can also send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCP entries, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Select the backer tier you'd like to help support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because if you weren't listening, it'd be like screaming into the void of an infinite IKEA space. (laughs) (laughs) And if you didn't, write these stories, write these SCP entries and share the weirdness and spookiness of them online for people to enjoy. We really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Trevo. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>